It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Yay. My name is Spencer. How are you doing? I hope you are glad to be here because I am very glad to have you here listening. If you are new, I strongly suggest you go back to the beginning of this show, back in the A's. Episodes are going back to January of 2019. I know there's a lot of episodes. That's just the way it goes when you when you do a podcast like this. And, uh, you know, I know the quality is uh, not as good. It does get better. Trust me. Uh, things, things do evolve through the A's, through the B's, through the C's. We are obviously here in the D's now. And, uh, you know, it's I think it's a fun journey to go on if you're interested in that sort of thing. And if you like me and if you don't like me, then um, I guess I'll just see you later. All right. Let's talk about the words. The first word here is dim bulb, dim bulb, two words, noun from 1927. It is slang and the synonym is dimwit, dimwit. Uh, and where did we have that in the previous episode? We had dim, and the synonym was dim-witted. So I guess dim-wit would be a noun, and dim-witted would be an adjective. And yeah, we'll get to those in a couple episodes. Dim-wit. I, I don't know why we don't call people dim-bulbs anymore. Do we? Do you ever call somebody a dim-bulb? I think we should do that. The next word, uh, let's see, the sound effect will be... Um, if you don't know, the sound effect... It says, okay, that word's done. Here comes the next word. We're, we're going to do um, bip-a-doo. Sure, why not? Dime is next. D-I-M-E. Noun from 1786. 1A. A coin of the U.S. worth one-tenth of a dollar. You get ten dimes, you got a dollar. That's what it is. They are... The smallest of the coins in America. Now, people who are not from America might think the smallest coin would be the one that is worth the least, which is the penny. But the penny is bigger than the dime. It's made from a different material. I think it it is copper or was copper. It's sort of bronzy, bronze looking. And the dime is uh, shiny and silvery. Um, But yes, it's... um, I would assume maybe silver is more more expensive, and so that's why it's smaller, because it's worth ten times more than a penny. Do we need to post a picture of a dime? Should we do that? Would that be a fun thing to do for everybody involved? Maybe an old dime. Yeah, I think it's fun to find old versions of things. 1B, a petty sum of money. That sum of money isn't worth nothing. We don't, it's just not worth my time. It's petty, it's a dime. Two, a Canadian 10-cent ten, ten piece. Now, why wouldn't they have worded this the same way as the number 1A definition? They could have said, a coin in Canada worth one-tenth dollar, because I think Canada has dollars, right? But no, they said, a Canadian 10-cent piece. It's literally the same thing, just one is in U.S. dollars and one is in Canadian dollars, which I think are very similar. Number three, uh, this is slang. I was actually wondering if this would be in here. It is a packet 
containing $10 worth of an illicit drug. And the example of the illicit drug is marijuana. So, you know, it depends on when you buy this. Buying it in the 2020s versus buying it in, say, the 1960s, $10 is going to give you a drastically different amount of this cannabis substance thing. Uh, and, and so, yeah. But yeah, sometimes they'll just say dime or a dime bag. So it's like, what can I get for $10? That's all I got. That's all I'm willing to spend. Give me $10 worth of this illicit drug. Uh, whether you think marijuana or cannabis is or should be an illicit drug is a whole other matter. Uh, yep, dime bag. That's what it says. There are a couple phrases. The first one is a dime a dozen. And that means so plentiful or commonplace as to be of little esteem or slight value. So uh, there's just so many of one thing. Uh, you can just get them a dime a dozen. You, you can, like metaphorically, you can pay a dime 10 cents to get a dozen of these things. They're just not worth that much. They're all over the place. They're so common. Eh, it's like they're, they're around. They're a dime a dozen. I guess that's what that phrase means. You can, you can pay very little to get a whole bunch of them. The next phrase is called on a dime. It's not called. That's not what you say. It's just on a dime. One, in a very small area, as in these cars can turn on a dime. Um, in a very small area. I guess that's, tech. yeah, I, I always thought it was more like they have a tight, radius so yes that still means that that's a small area yeah they convert turn very tightly what what else what, what other context would you use that in a very small area what else can things do on a dime i can't think of anything number two the synonym is instantly so mm, instantly on a dime go get that for me on a dime that's not what they would say, I don't think. All right, that's it for dime. Uh, what was the sound effect? Doop-a-doo. The next word is dimenhydronate. Dimenhydronate. Uh, noun from circa 1950. A crystalline antihistamine C24H28CLN503 used especially to prevent nausea, uh, as in motion sickness. So if you're getting some motion sickness and you don't want to feel so nauseated, have the nausea, be nauseous, uh, then maybe you will have some of this diamond hydronate. Uh, uh, let's see. I think that there are specific brand names for this. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Uh, let's see. It took the dime from the dime from dimethyl, the N from amine, the HYDR, oh, that's its own thing. They added just HYDR, and then the INE from amine again. Dimethyl amine hydroamine 8. That's the whole thing all put together, but they only took pieces of it for this word. The next word. Do, 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 do. Dime novel, two words, noun from 1864. 
a usually paperback melodramatic novel, especially one popular in the U.S. from about mid-19th century to the early 20th century, often featuring a Western theme. Um, so I guess it doesn't say, there's no etymology, but I guess it would maybe be, it would cost a dime to get this whole novel. And so it was a dime novel. Maybe they were kind of cheap, which is why they had to specifically distinguish the cost of it. Um, but that's mid 19th century to early 20th, early 20th century is probably at least 50 years. So with inflation, I can't imagine the cost of it stayed at a dime the whole time. A dime the whole time. Okay, the next word. Oh, uh, maybe we want to put a link in the show notes to so, so you can see some examples of dime novels. Maybe some pictures on social media as well. The next word. Dimension. D-I-M-E-N-S-I-O-N. First form... Uh, it is a noun from the 14th century, and there are quite a lot of definitions. I'm curious to see where where are we going to go in this dimension. Number 1A1, measure in one direction, specifically, one of three coordinates determining a, a position in space or four coordinates determining a position in space and time. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So that's so in our our world, our state of being, I mean, we're just jumping right into it, aren't we? We live technically in at least four dimensions because the fourth dimension is time. Now, we clearly experience time, but we have no way of controlling it, really. I mean, you can move an object in three dimensions. But you can't move an object in the fourth dimension. You can't send it to the past or send it to the future. What is time? Can time travel happen? Is it all happening at once? Is there only this moment? Oh, these are the things that hurt my brain that I think about a lot. I'm pretty sure it's all happening at once. And you just have to be in the moment because... You, you can't you can't you can't go back or forwards i don't think i just don't think it's possible which is fine but here specifically it's talking about in the dimension there's you're there's four four coordinates when you're talking about a thing in space and time and so uh if you if you say i'm going to meet you on this corner and this physical space you also need to say when when are we going to meet on this corner and so that would technically be four coordinates. The, th the first three are, uh, you know, just in sp where you are in space. You know, the, the corner of this and that. And then the third dimension is kind of assumed by, you know, just the surface of the Earth. And then the fourth dimension, the time coordinate is, uh, you know, Wednesday at 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. Okay, 1A2. One of a group of properties whose number is necessary and sufficient to determine uniquely each element of a system of usually mathematical entities as an aggregate of points in real or abstract space. As in the example, the surface of a sphere has two dimensions. Okay, before we move on, uh, yes, the surface of a sphere has two dimensions. You can only choose 
two of the dimensions because the third one is designated by the surface of a sphere. Um, if you were to, to talk about where it is from the center of a sphere, then you would need the, thir- the three coordinates. Uh, but yeah, if you're talking about the surface of a sphere like the planet Earth, then you're already using one of the coordinates. I hope that's clear. Also, a parameter or coordinate variable assigned to such a property as in the three dimensions of momentum. Which is a fun phrase to say. The three dimensions of momentum. 1A3. The number of elements in a basis of a vector space. The number of elements in a basis of a vector space. Hmm. How many elements... Can there be? How many elements does it take to be in a basis of a vector space? Yeah, I don't fully understand that, but I understand that, you know, when you're talking about your vector, you're, that's kind of like your coordinates when you're flying a plane, I think. What's your vector? I'm at these coordinates. Uh, but I didn't know that there could be more than three or four because I, I don't really do the flying. 1B. The quality of spatial extension. The synonyms are magnitude and size. The quality of spatial extension is dimension. I wish I had an example here of how to use it in context with other words. The magnitude, the size of a thing is the dimension. Oh, so like um, what maybe the dimension of of a, like the volume of a thing would that be? Yeah. What are the where it, what are its dimensions? the length, the width, the height of a box. Number, where are we? 1C, I think. A lifelike or realistic quality. A lifelike or realistic quality. So that's what what the dimensions, trying to put this into context so I can describe it for myself and for you. Uh, The dimension, the dimension of the thing that's realistic uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't quantify that exactly for you. One D, the range over which or the degree to which something extends. The synonym is scope, and this is usually used in plural. So dimensions, the range over which or the degree to which. So over which something extends. Uh, what are what are its dimensions? So a thing. I mean, it's probably not about a box. What's the thing's scope? What are its dimensions? How far does it go? Where does it go? Sure. 1E. One of the elements or factors making up a complete personality or entity. The synonym is aspect. So what are the what are your the dimensions of your personality? Are you nice or are you mean? Are you you know, those are there are other things, um, but what? Uh, so the those those things would be the dimensions of your personality, of your thing, of your of what make up who you are. Number two is obsolete, bodily form, or proportions. Hmm. So the proportions of your body, the form that your body is, those are the that's the dimension. You're the dimensions of your body. Uh, I don't know why that has to be obsolete. Number three, any of the fundamental units 
on which a derived unit is based, and then also the power of such a unit. And examples of these units are mass, length, or time. So any of mass, length, or time on which a thing is based. So uh, the, the, the dimensions of its mass, the dimensions of the length, the dimensions of its time. Yeah, can't put it into more context than that. Number four, wood or stone cut to pieces of specified size. They're just called a dimension? Cut? If, they, if they've been cut to a certain size, they are dimension. I don't deal with wood or stone, so but people who do, they know this context. Number five, a level of existence or consciousness. What? Just, you know, just your everyday level of existence or consciousness is a dimension. What dimension are you living in? Where is your consciousness? What dimension is that? That's where my brain is like, what? I need to know more. How, what are we talking about? Do you have any answers for me? Dimensional is an adjective. Dimensionality is a noun. Dimensionally is an adverb. And dimensionless, that is an adjective. Dimensionless, how can something not have a dimension? Which is now a very weird sounding word. Uh, let's see, this is from the Latin dimensio or demeteri, dimeteri, which means to measure out. Also from dis plus materi, which means to measure, and there's more at the word measure. So when you're measuring a box, uh, I've been getting a lot of stuff ready for eBay for the job I have, uh, and so I have to measure lots of boxes, and I need the dimensions of the box before I can list it on eBay. There's the length, the width, and the height, and I don't have to put in the time dimension. That's unimportant in this context. Um, the fifth dimension, I don't know. I, so I will put that in sometimes if I feel like it, but it's not totally necessary. The next word. Uh, what's the sound effect? Do do do. It's the second form of dimension. This one is a transitive verb from 1754. One to form two the required dimensions. So if you have to dimension, maybe this is about the wood or the stone. You have to dimension the wood to to fit the required dimensions that have been asked by the person. I need this wood cut to be this size. Please dimension it for me. Two, to indicate the dimensions of, as on a drawing. So maybe this would be like a blueprint for a building. Maybe an architect is going to make the blueprint and they say this part is six feet and this part is eight feet and that part is 37 feet. And so that, that, uh, that drawing has been dimensioned. Do -do 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 -do. Next is dimer, D-I-M-E-R, noun from circa 1926, a compound formed by the union of two radicals or two molecules of a simpler compound, specifically a polymer formed from two molecules of a monomer. Dimeric is an adjective dimerization dimerization that is a noun and dimerize is a transitive verb
Um, yep, I definitely it's two two radicals, two molecules. That's where the di prefix comes in. About two things. Um, yep, 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 yep. The next word. Do 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 do. Dimercaprol. Dimercaprol. D i m e r c a p r o l. Noun from 1947. A compound. C three. H8OS2 developed as an antidote against lewisite and used to treat arsenic, mercury, and gold poisoning. And this is also called BAL, uh, which is all caps. Not sure why. I'm sure when we read BAL, it gave more information and probably sent us to dimercaprol. But, um,. Interesting. If you get uh, poisoned by arsenic, mercury, or gold, you might need uh, dimercaprol. This is the the di prefix, which means two, and then it's from. Let's see. The mercap is from mercaptan, and then the pro the p the pr is from propane, and then they added an ol. There's actually two p's. There would be two P's, but anyway, dimercaptan propane all. All right, we have one more word for this episode. Do, 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 do. It's dime store, two words with a hyphen. Adjective from 1938, number one, the synonym is inexpensive, as in dime store perfume. Dime stores aren't typically known for their perfumes, so if it uh, if they're going to carry a perfume, it's probably pretty cheap. The, di- the dime store is named because I guess a lot of things maybe cost a dime or around a dime or used to cost about a dime. And uh, yeah, perfume for a dime is probably not the great quali- the greatest of qualities. It's inexpensive and cheap. Two. The synonyms are tawdry and second-rate, as in dime store philosophy. What would be an example of second-rate or tawdry or dime store philosophy? Is that something that's not very smart? It's very common. It's easy to think up. Uh, dime store philosophy. I don't know. You can you can maybe get it at your dime store. Maybe if. One of the people who works at the dime store is a philosopher. Then they can give you some dime store philosophy. All right, it is time to reread the words right quick so we can pick a word of the episode and then I'll go do something else. So today we had dim bulb, dime, diamondhydronate, dime novel, dimension, dimension, dimer, dimer caprol, and dime store. Well, I think the runner-up might have to be dim bulb, because I think we should call more people dim bulbs, just because it's funny. Um, but I'm going to pick dimension as the word of the episode. You know, uh, there's there's string theory, this theory that the universe is made up of string-like things in some way, and that they can go into many dimensions, like 11 dimensions or something, and I just... I can't fully understand it. 
uh, it really hurts my brain. It, they thought of it because they were looking for some sort of theory of everything because, you know, the physics physics will will are ways to describe how things act in 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 our our size of beings our size of things but when you go to the very very tiny or the very very large i think those types of physics don't work quite so well and so they were looking for something to unify all all of the everything in the universe and i i think maybe i have this right and so string theory was brought up and Every time I've heard about string theory, they talk about dealing with many dimensions and it just breaks my brain and I can't understand anything past the fourth dimension because can anybody understand anything past that? I don't know. It's bad enough that I can't control the fourth dimension. How could I even comprehend something in the fourth dimension or anything past that? I just think the idea of dimension is fascinating and then you can you know in rick and morty he had a dimension gun he would go blast off into other dimensions and places and that sounds like fun dimensions let's go to another dimension maybe there's a dimension full of crabs and there's maybe a dimension full of other things let's go see the dimensions let's live in the fourth dimension I don't know. I got nothing else for that. Dimension, dimension, dimension. This has been Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.